On this episode of Off Course Agility, I talk about selecting an agility school for my Beagle Trace. I will look into our electronic mailbag. I'll have a bit of commentary and a correction. And I'll be looking at the upcoming NADAC Agility calendar for the first two weekends of April 2020. So on this podcast, I thought I'd talk about agility school. Why, why I decide to go to agility school and what choices I make in my decision to go to one or another. If you've been listening to my podcasts, as first one, I talked about Dino and how we started in agility. So back in the day with Dino, we really started in agility by going to classes at uh, St. Hubert's which is in, I'm not sure what town exactly, I believe it's Madison, uh, New Jersey. And we kind of followed their track. So we started in beginner agility and then, you know, we went up the track. And I was fortunate, a lot of those classes, I had either uh, Carol Daggett or Pat Daggett as my instructor as I went up the chain of like agility classes. But as, as with happens with things, sometimes you want to change or whatever. And I had started to trials and I wanted, I wanted a different opinion. And at the time, there was an, another training facility near me called the Mars Canine uh, Campus. And at there, I just randomly selected a class um, that was on a Tuesday night that would work for my schedule. And it so happened that the instructor, who I didn't really know at the time, it was Margaret McEwen. So I, I was very fortunate that I got someone who was a NADAC, someone who ran in NADAC, just like the Daggett's had. But they always taught their class very much for all venues. Uh, and so did Margaret at the K-9 campus. But I was fortunate that she also was a big... Uh, person who, who went to a lot of NADAC trials. That was her venue of choice. And when I went to the first class, it so happened that Margaret had remembered me, and I vaguely remembered her because at a trial, and I believe it was out in Pennsylvania, Dino had bumped into Tempewick, her dog. And at the time, I thought Tempewick... Tempewick looked like she had a little beagle in her. So we had a little conversation there as we were both walking our dogs. And I have no idea how Dino did at that trial. Probably not that great because it was very early on in our career. But when I went to the first class with Margaret uh, McEwen, who I just randomly picked uh, from the canine campus website when I signed up because... It just, her profile seemed like oh, she might be the best instructor for me. Um, I was pl very pleased, very pleased that it worked out that uh, I happened to pick someone who I know ran in NADAC. But what was I to do with Trace? <laughs> uh, as I said, the last time I talked about Trace, uh, I think I only had gotten up to the point where we had taken some uh, basic obedience classes. And that was, I guess that was about mid, um, 
mid 2018. I had adopted him early in 2018, and I took some basic classes like in the summer, early summer time period. And after that, then I I really wanted to start Trace in some sort of beginner agility. And of course, I looked at St. Hubert's, but St. Hubert's at the time, they, they, they currently don't, I would say they don't have as maybe as many classes as they did when, I, when Dino first started. Not sure if that's totally true, but nothing there worked for me real well. The class, the beginning agility class that I had looked at was on a Sunday. And since I always attend trials with Leanne and Belle, and in the summertime, which this was kind of maybe now around August or September that I was looking, of 2018, that I was looking to start agility with Trace, just, you know, the beginning uh, foundational type stuff. There was only classes there at that level really on a Sunday. And I didn't want to go on Sunday because occasionally I was going to miss a class because if Leanne was going to a trial, I was going to go with her and I wouldn't be able to go to to the class. So I looked around and choices in North Jersey are a bit limited. You know, you're going to have to go a while. And I should say that Margaret McEwen still does classes, but she doesn't do them at like a regularly scheduled place anymore. She's kind of a, a, a freelancer. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right term. But she occasionally has classes and people get together and have a class with her. But obviously she doesn't have like a... Uh, she was not doing like foundational agility yet. That wasn't going to work for me at the time. So there is a school in uh, northern New Jersey up in Oak Ridge. And it's uh, Kim Sider Dog Agility. Uh Sometimes I think there's a competition in there, too. Kim's like a, dog, a competition dog agility. So I chose to take a beginning agility class at uh, Kim Sider's uh, school. And I was on a Tuesday night that I could get to after work. And it was, I think it was beginning level. So we started that in, I think, around... I think it was around September of 2018. And then we went through, uh, her classes are scheduled on a two-month uh, schedule. And they are reasonable price for this area. I don't know what the prices for agility schools are or agility classes are all around the country. But certainly it was not out any more expensive than than uh, St. Hubert's, maybe a little bit, but you, you always have like pricing differences. Uh, Kim Pro has like a two-month schedule, and St. Hubert's has, when they do have class, their classes seem to be on an eight-week, but they don't always start like on the beginning of a month, but they also have an eight-week schedule. And I think St. Hubert's is like around 160 or something, so maybe a little higher, maybe 180. Uh, and at Kim, her school is around, uh, I think it's 
for around the two month, which ends up maybe being about eight sessions. But depending on how the weeks fall in a two month period, could be seven, could be eight, could be nine. Uh, but uh, I think her classes at the time were, uh, uh, they worked out to be about, I think, $25 a class. So how many weeks you had in the two month period, it was that times 25. She just recently raised her prices to thirty dollars. I don't think that's I don't think that's outrageous um, at all. But why? I mean, I chose it, and I think a lot of people end up going to an agility school because it's convenient. Uh, you, there's a convenient time, and there's a convenient class at the level that you want to be at. So that's how I ended up going to uh, choosing Kim Sider, and I believe I've. In the beginning, foundational work is is good. And Kim is not, I will say, Kim is not a NADAC person. She she probably ran NADAC 15, 20 years ago. I doubt she's been to a NADAC trial since 20 years ago. So her, her courses, now that we're into like courses, because once again, we've advanced... At the end of 2018, we were we were like in a very beginner foundational class, and we went in, you know, to just, you know, introducing the the obstacle obstacles, and then this short sequences, and now we're up to, you know, sometimes we're running longer sequences. I'm still in a class that's kind of like a novice open. And she mixes it up, which is good. Some weeks we do more of like a skill-based thing with short sequences. And sometimes it's a, maybe, you know, you run a half of course and you work on that. And then you run the back half and then you put it together, which is a very common thing that uh, I've had at classes when I was, you know, went to classes with Dino. So it's, it's a comfortable pattern. And... I do wish that that's the one thing I wish that Kim occasionally would have a little bit more NADAC-ish. Because <laughs> she has no, I don't think she has hoops. Certainly never saw a hoop. She never used a hoop. Uh, she hasn't used a barrel. No barrels. And why not occasionally have some other obstacle? Uh, but her facility the other reason I choose an agility school is the facility, and she has an inside facility. So that's important to me, because I want to be able to go every week and not be dependent on the weather, rain or snow. Well, snow, obviously, class would be get canceled probably due to snow, because you don't want people driving uh, to school in the, in the winter snow. But... Uh, this winter in New Jersey has been very mild, so we have not uh, had that happen much. But you choose a school that works for you, the timing, the cost, and, and, and the teacher. So it does work for me. And as I said, her facility is nice. It's inside. It's a room of about 60 feet wide by maybe 80 feet long uh, with a padded mat which i just recently i always suspected this but i it was confirmed because kim was talking about it recently uh 
the matting that her facility has is the matting that was at the canine campus where I used to train with Dino. So <laughs> it's interesting that now I'm training with Trace. Trace is on the same matting that I used to train Dino on when I would go to class with Margaret McEwen. So it's kind of a little historical matting there. Uh, it's like a yoga matting. Uh, it, it's always been a good surface. I always liked the surfaces at the canine campus, and I do like the surface at, at Kim's. So that, that's why I go there, and I'd be curious why other people choose the classes that you do choose, because... What, what criteria it is it that you use to, to decide? As I said, the only thing, I, I mean, if there was a facility like Kim's with a teacher that was a NADAC, a person who ran NADAC, I probably would want to go to that instructor. But you take what you get. And Kim is a good instructor. I believe she's good. She, I think she teaches good techniques. She sometimes has a bit of an attitude. <laughs> so sometimes she's a little bit of an acquired taste, but she, um, she, I believe she's a good instructor for agility. So I'm happy with going there. So that, I went through those classes and now we're, like I said, we're kind of like in an, a novice open level course. And I still have a, lot, a long way to go. And I know with Dino, it did get to a point where I kind of slowed down on my classes. And the other thing is for me, unfortunately, I don't really have, especially in the winter, I don't really have a good place to practice. So going to school once a week is very important because it's my only time where I really get to, to do some agility with Trace. We can practice some things. Like I've been trying to work on... Uh, his weight, because I really need to get a start line stay. I don't have one up until now at all. Pretty much I take the leash off and he takes off, unfortunately. So I'm going to have to work on that going forward because I don't want that. I want some sort of stay with Trace. <laughs> that will be a bit of a challenge. So that, that's where we are with uh, our current agility training with trace and i hope wherever you are with your training with your dogs that you have a good facility uh, and a good good instructors and if you would like to uh, comment to me uh, about your agility schools and what you choose i would really appreciate it you are listening to off course agility hosted by me, Ed Peters. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Anchor. Wherever you find us, please subscribe and help us to grow our podcast. Please tell your NADAC friends about us. You can send us comments or ideas to offcourse at optimum.net or tweet at us on Twitter at Off Course Beagle. You can also find our account 
by searching for Off Course Agility on Twitter. You can also leave us a one-minute voicemail at our Anchor homepage, but you need to have an Anchor account to do that. Our website, offcourseagility.com, forwards to our Anchor homepage for this podcast. Now it's time for a little electronic mailbag, a slight correction, and a slight commentary. I'll start with the uh, mailbag. I got an email from Margaret McEwen, who I've mentioned a lot in this episode, um, and she was uh, emailing me about uh, the episode about why do we trial, and so I'm just going to read her email. You asked listeners to tell you why they trial. I am one of the those people who falls into all the categories, except your newbie category. I do like to compete with my dogs. I do like to work toward the awards. I also like to work towards personal goals or milestones with my dog that are not tangible awards. Early on with crew, it was... Can I get through a course without him sniffing? Sometimes it still is. With Jersey, it is and may always be. Can we get through the course without him being freaked out by something? I go because I like to socialize. I love my agility people and it's fun to socialize after the trial as well. I enjoy getting away and just being with my dogs without the distraction of chores and that need to that need to be done or errands that need to be run i also like to travel and go to new and familiar places agility has taken me to shelby tennessee niagara falls stowe vermont spring springfield illinois and many places in between i never thought that a fairground in south jersey would be one of my favorite places, uh, favorite vacation spots. Anyway, I enjoy listening and will continue to spread the word. Well, thank you, Margaret. And thank you for taking the time to send back some comments. I really want the podcast to be a bit interactive. I've said this a few times in some of the episodes. So the one way anybody can participate in my, um, my podcast is to send me an email. And I'll, I'll either read it or I'll respond to your questions or your comments. Uh, so thank you, Margaret, for, uh, for doing that and sending me an email. I'd also like to make a correction on my last podcast where I was announcing the uh, NADAC Top 10. And when I got to the regular class, I mentioned the top person who was the Poodle Milo owned by Edwards. And for some reason, my mind got jumbled. And I said that dog was at Sunbury in 2017. I saw that dog in 2019 last year out in Springfield, Ohio, where Milo the Poodle won his division at 2019 champs. And 
Everything else I said about the poodle was still correct. That poodle was a fast little dog. That thing could run. And I actually briefly had an interaction with Daniel Edward now that everything came back to me, which didn't click when I was reading the names. He was selling the uh, magnets at uh, Springfield, uh, Ohio, and I bought one of the magnets from him. So I did meet him briefly, and he was in his stall, and he was, hol he was holding his dog. His dog is so small, he was holding it up to his chest, and I went in and purchased a uh, magnet from him. So just a correction on dates that I had mentioned. And that goes along with something else, is like, my, I get limited um, information back from my Anchor account indicating how many plays the podcast has gotten. And I'm getting, currently, I'm getting about uh, 30, I'd say 30 plays on uh, some of my episodes. The last one, the NADAC one, I think was only about 25 so far. But I also, because now it's on Apple Podcasts and I subscribe, so one of those plays is always me. And I would suspect one of those plays is always my sister. So it's still, I'm very happy that I have at least probably in the 20s, in the upper 20s, listens on uh, my episodes. And I also get limited information as to uh, where the people are. So the majority of my listens has, have been in the United States of America. But I do have, I think it was maybe 8% of my listens are in Canada. So I would like to thank my Canadian listenership, probably, I would assume, some NADAC uh, handlers from uh, up in Canada. And I thank you for listening also. And the one, the most curious listen is, I think there's like a 3%, and it, I don't know if it was just one listen or what, from Singapore. And uh, that one has me a little, little curious. I don't know who in Singapore would be listening to my podcast, whether it was just somebody made a mistake or uh, I know there's NADAC in Australia, but Singapore is not really near uh, <laughs> It's not really near Australia. Anyway, I just thought I would share that. And then I just have a final commentary. <sighs> In the news, unfortunately, is too much information about COVID-19. And it is a concern, and that makes me a bit concerned about how it might affect trials uh, this year. Eventually, I'm sure this will pass. And But when you're at a trial, and I have one coming up in two weeks, I believe... Uh, I did sign up to go to Skyline, and Skyline is a is a nice facility, but it's Porta Johns, so there's no uh, there's no uh, running water or anything. So, like, you know, the advice for this virus that's going around is to wash your hands for 20 seconds. So uh, it'll just have to be a lot of hand sanitizer. But I'm hoping that this virus goes away and doesn't affect attendance at trials and things but if anybody has any comments about that you certainly can shoot those to me too uh i i want to say it's a little overblown but we don't know yet 
And that's the thing. So <laughs> it's, it's, you know, as with anything, we, we, we will learn, time will tell. But take the precautions that uh, you need to take. That, that's my advice on that. So that, that's, uh, that's it for that. Uh, I don't think I have any more comments or that's it for the mailbag. You are listening to Off Course Agility, hosted by me, Ed Peters. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Anchor. Wherever you find us, please subscribe and help us to grow our podcast. Please tell your NADAC friends about us. You can send us comments or ideas to offcourse at optimum.net or tweet at us on Twitter at offcoursebeagle. You can also find our account by searching for offcourse agility on Twitter. You can also leave us a one-minute voicemail at our Anchor homepage, but you need to have an Anchor account to do that. Our website, offcourseagility.com, forwards to our Anchor homepage for this podcast. It's time to look at the upcoming NADAC trial calendar. I'm going to be looking at the first two weekends of April. We're starting with April 3rd, 4th, and 5th. The first trial for those dates is in Deer Park, Washington. It's the Hoodoo Howlers with Judge Patty Cavan. The next trial is down south in Lakeland, Florida. Once again, it's April 3rd, 4th, and 5th of 2020. It's the Mid-Florida Agility Club with Judge Jeff Rydell. Uh, next trial on that weekend is in Golden, Colorado. It's the Mountain Dog Sports Club with Judge Laura Lee Purdy. The next trial on the list for that weekend is in Norco, California, and it's the Purple Sands Agility Club with Judge Marge Vincent and Jeannie Biggers. The next trial, April 3rd, 4th, and 5th, is in Central Point, Oregon. It's the Rogue Canine Agility Club with Judge Arlene Courtney. Then it's up to Canada in Cochrane, Alberta. It's the Calgary Canine Center with Judge Patty Leroy. Back to the Mid-Atlantic, and we have in Knoxville, Maryland, the Parolin Agility Club, and the judge there is Scott Casino. The next trial, April 4th and 5th, 2020, is in Louisville, Kentucky, the Rough Agility of Kentucky, with Judge Ron Young. All right, that was the last trial for the week, the first weekend of April, and now we're going to the second weekend of April, which is April 10, 11, and 12 
of 2020. Our first trial for April 10, 11, 12 of 2020 is in Greenback, Tennessee. It's Canines by Karen is the club and the judge is Patty Cavan. The next trial for that weekend is in Akron, New York. It's the Four Seasons Agility Club and the judge there is Carol Daggett. The next trial for April 10, 11, and 12 of 2020 is in Cleveland, Texas. Not Ohio. Cleveland, Texas. It's the Love and Laughter Dogs is the club. And the judge there is to be announced. The next trial is in Sheridan, Wyoming. It's a NADAC-hosted trial. The next trial for April 10, 11, and 12 of 2020 is in Chesapeake, Virginia. It's the Tails Up Agility Club, and the judge there is Marcy Maddies. Our next trial is in Walpole, Massachusetts. It's the Act Up Agility Club, and the judge there is Scott Casino. The next trial for April 11 and 12 of 2020 is in Frederick, oh, sorry, this one's canceled. Forget that. And actually that concludes the trials for the weekend of April 11 and 12th. And some of them are on the 10th, the Friday, the 10th. So that's uh, the, the upcoming trials for this uh, edition of the podcast. I will wish everyone happy trialing.